guys, welcome back to the Reform Your Life podcast. Um, so this is episode five now, and the day again I'm changing it up with something really fun, and somebody very close to my heart is on today. Okay, so if you want to introduce yourself. Hello, uh, Holly, thanks for inviting me. My oh. name's Derek Baird, I'm 47 years old. I am the owner and creator of uh, Chasing the Face Clothing, and uh, I've also been suffering with uh, cancer for the past eight months, um, and I'm here today to talk about about my story and uh, for Holly and I to have a little bit of fun over the next half an hour, hour or so. Aye, aye, I know, we've got a lot to talk about. A we lot. Have. Yeah, every day. So what we're going to start with is how we all know my Uncle Del. Well, it's not actually my uncle, but he's like my great uncle, you call it a great uncle? Well, I think Fake uncle? every dad uh, that has a best friend aye. for as long as I've known your dad for like nearly 30 years, yeah. I think you're, um, yeah, you're called Uncle aye. Del. So my dad's best friend, my Uncle Del, and we go way back to when I was born. You certainly do. <laughs> How long did you know my dad for? I've known your dad for nearly, well, my daughter, believe it or not, is 26 now. So I knew your dad a couple of years before I met my missus. Which I've got it tattooed on my my wrist here. Not the day I met your dad, but the day I met your <laughs> my missus was nineteen ninety six. So I think I met your dad early nineties wow. when I was about eighteen years old, and um, he took me under his wing. We ended up working together um, in a big pub in Glasgow called Bonkers back in the day. Oh, I think quite a lot of people um, remember Bonkers. So I Bonkers. worked there part time at the weekends. Um, he worked in there full time, and uh, he took me under his wing since he's a little bit older than me, maybe a year or so, but he looked after me as a young boy and, uh, yeah, we're still best pals to this, this, this day. Still kind of getting rid of each other. Still kind of getting rid of each other. <laughs> You'd like to get rid of my dad, <laughs> wouldn't you? No, you're, you're, aye, uh, we're for opposite sides of the city in terms of uh, who we support football-wise, but we'll not get into that. No, um, that's a touchy subject. But we have remained good friends oh, all, all through this time. And he showed you the kind of, used to start the raving scene and all that, didn't you? The dance music the, and... Definitely, he doesn't like it too much now. Um, he <laughs> likes his he indie stuff and Oasis and all that. But yeah, I love my music, um, and I got into that again at the start of uh, COVID, mm-hmm. where I, I started watching all online DJs, and uh, that kind of inspired me to. Well, it didn't inspire me. I didn't even have a clothing brand in mind at that oh, time. I don't know if it's maybe suppressed creativity or something like that it came gushing out of me at the start of COVID Aye. when we were all sitting at home. And was that March 2020 now it all kicked in, I think? Aye, March, April 2020, it was COVID, so I think it came about in the January, didn't it? And that was in China and all that. And Aye. then obviously in March, everyone was bold, they were unfollowing that. So yep. let's talk a wee bit about your clothing brand then. So that was obviously Well, I know it's kind of led on to that, yeah. Yes. I mean, your dad's some man, he's my best friend. And obviously, <laughs> well, I just want to say thanks to all my friends and family for supporting me through my cancer journey as well, Aye. which we'll get on to kind of later on. But yeah, I do have a clothing brand called Chasing the Phase. Um, as I can kind of music inspired and uh, well-being clothing brand that just came out the blue completely during the start of covid mm. maybe a couple of months in maybe july or I something like it, that. i think it was quite early on it was quite early you came on with your first sample i was i had <laughs> wee samples and stuff and i i, I kind of lost interest in, in my music but i bought myself a wee set of decks when i was sitting at home and started watching a lot of djs and there was a couple of DJs specifically I was watching that were DJing in Ibiza. Um, I heard their tracks phasing all the time, which is a technical term, I'm not going to too much into it, but if you're a DJ or music sound guy, you'll understand what phasing yeah. means. And I, the words chasing the phase came out of my mouth and 
I thought, that's got a really good ring. Yeah, it kind of rolls off the tongue quite nicely. It does. It does. I wrote it down. And I came back to it, my little notepad later on, and my brain just started kind of ticking away. Go, I can maybe do something with this mm -hmm. in terms of, well, I don't know. didn't know what I was going to do. It just, it just rolled off the tongue. Just get a COVID it sounded run. good. Aye. Crazy. Aye. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Then when I stopped watching the kind of DJs and stuff, I started playing around with the letter CTP. Mm -hmm. Just bored at home. Um, and I googled a few things to see if uh, chasing the phase was a thing in the world. I put it into Google. Well, I no, didn't know that, did you? Put it, aye, aye. I, wanted, I wanted to. Aye, it's a good aye. idea. Uh, googled it, chasing the phase. There was a little thing in America, but nothing um, clothing mm -hmm. orientated apart from phase clothing aye. or phase one clothing, which is a ladies' brand. Yeah. Um, but no one had the name chasing the phase, which kind of inspired me a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I got it trademarked and all that, so I actually it's owned good. the trademark. I bought the .co.uk because nobody got it, so I got it quite cheap. But the .com as well, so I owned those two uh, .com websites. Is that quite deal getting all that then? It wasn't at the time because no. I think uh, if there are names that are being used and popping around in terms of business and people using them, that's mm. when the, the, the prices can kind of vary quite a lot. But I got them quite, I don't know how much they're worth now, but... Hopefully um, millions. But, <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, I wouldn't go that far. But yeah, all of a sudden... Um, yeah, I thought I had a good idea. I wasn't on social media at all. I mean, mm -hmm. I had a, a basic kind of Facebook page that had kind of close friends on it. So then I, I started going out with my missus and asking her to take pictures of me. I got a guy to work to make me a couple of kind of draft T-shirts up with my logo because everything was closed. Aye. Holy during COVID. Really, so really, I had an idea aye. that I couldn't really implement. Mm -hmm. Um but it was good. I started. I made an Instagram. I'd the wee photos you done at the start, but were brilliant because you got everyone up against. I think you got it in good places. It was weird. There was one you got. I think it was in the city centre. City centre. I done it. Shawlands. Aye, that. and then Lauren done it as well. Aye. Linda done it as well, didn't she? Aye. My dad, and then obviously like you got the DJs and stuff. So I you know. did promote it really well just to start with. I done. You know my, I, mean? I done Aye. my best, and that was the kind of centre of it. And it's, I'm still the kind of face of it. Um, that's but a good thing, but isn't it? Like, still to be the face it. When I look back it. at some of the early pictures, I'm, just, I'm not mortified, but the missus was and Lauren, take a picture, take a picture, look <laughs> at the sunlight, it's good. But I've always been interested in <laughs> kind of photography and all aye, that as well. Aye. So it all kind of blended together. I, I don't know where it came from. It just, all of a sudden, I was just... It seemed to be like, as if it's like your calling or something, isn't it? Like, that is possibly, your calling. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, and it could go. I mean, I think COVID affected a, a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Aye. And, if you have got that kind of element of creativity, maybe these things happen for a reason. And True. all of a sudden, when you're sitting on your own and you're bored, and I don't know, I, I just I said the words, I gave out my mouth, I designed a logo, bought some t shirts eventually. I'm using a local supplier in Glasgow now. Um, I then I think just the feedback that I was getting at the start was mm -hmm. quite encouraging from DJs. Yeah. Saying, Derek, I think this has got legs. I was sending out some freebies at, at the time and the feedback that I was getting was pretty positive, which encouraged me just to... like DJs that you got them for then? Well, I, I, I'm going to shout out to <laughs> uh, George Jules, who done a live set. Then I, I was sending kind of random emails out. Once I got on Instagram, mm -hmm. I was sending emails to Instagram who generally go to these guys' managers and stuff. And you wouldn't hear it back half the time, but I thought I'll try and, set, I'll try mm -hmm. and get it out there. Um, and Judge Josie's uh, manager got back to me. He says, uh, Judge likes this T-shirt. And he, uh, if you wouldn't mind sending him the big box one that I'm sporting just now. This is one of my T-shirts, <laughs> the big box T-shirt. Um, and I sent my T-shirt through. 
um, and he done a, a live YouTube set, which he didn't even tell me. I just happened to be watching the set, which is still on um, his website. Um, as a shout out to Refi Ref and Ibiza as well. That was the DJ that I originally watched that was going back to back when I said the words chasing the phase. So if I wasn't really watching him going back to back with this other DJ, would the, the words have came out of my mouth, chasing Maybe the phase? Not. Who knows? So big shout out to Refi Ref and Ibiza as well. And we became kind of pen pals um, ever since. And uh, always kind of kept in touch, sent him a little gift pack. Um, yeah, and he was live streaming every other weekend on uh, Ibiza Global Radio, which is a huge radio station in Ibiza. Aye. It gave me kind of marketing to a degree that I could use. Aye. Um, and he loved it. Uh, Judge Jules to name a few. There's a few that I've got. There's loads. Uh, there's uh, loads. Uh, there's loads. And that just encouraged me even more. And that took me up until when kind of COVID was kind of over. Things were opening yeah. up a wee bit, then, then closing down. And I was, it was a buzz. It's good, I, isn't I, it? I, especially if you're like all the kind of raving scene and Ibiza and all that. That's a dream come true. Absolutely. That, like, DJs and all that are wearing it as well, aren't uh, it? It's because I love it's Ibiza. Good. I love my DJ stuff. Oh, yeah. And the fact that people were saying that they liked yeah. the brand, they liked the logo. Uh, and that just encourages and gives you confidence to kind of keep going with it, really. Uh, so. Good. There's good feedback as well. So, what kind of stuff have you got then? Have you got t shirts, hoodies, okay. uh, golf uh, it I started, well, as I said before, everything was closed at the time. I didn't really know where to source any materials. I mean, you think clothing brands mm -hmm. that, that, that are reputable and big, they're getting all their stuff kind of made in China and whatever and getting really good wholesale costs. But I wanted to get something that, that was close to home. So I'm using um, a wholesaler in Glasgow and I had some T-shirts at home. I didn't want normal cotton T-shirts, yeah. even to a good standard when it's like 100% cotton. So I had a couple of T-shirts at home that I'd bought and I wanted something bamboo kind of organic. Yeah. So my T-shirts are bamboo organic material which are very light, very strong, very breathable for the summertime. Yeah, and I've got a, a gym one, and it's dead I've got a gym one, so I've got some T-shirts, um, and at the start I was all over the place because I didn't really know what I wanted to kind of do with mm -hmm. it. Um, I got some different colours for the logos and stuff, and I was messing about with stuff when things started to open. But that just puts you under a lot of pressure to have the inventory. Mm -hmm. You're getting three or four different colours. So I broke it all down. Says Derek, stick to the black and white just now. If it does get popular and people are buying, then you can start opening up a little bit and get different colour t-shirts. But it's all very cost effective. Me just because it's a side hustle. It's not my main job. I've got my main job that I've been off for a long time with uh, with the cancer. But it is pretty much a side hustle for Aye. me, and it's a, it's a good side hustle. It's it a is. hobby, <laughs> and the feedback's kind of been great. So yeah, I've got four t-shirts. I've got the big box t-shirt, got the small box sunshine, which is a little yellow one, which incorporates a little bit of colour. Mm -hmm. um, I've got the original logo and the text t-shirt, and that's my kind of core yeah. four t-shirts. This year, uh, I got some bucket hats, um, a couple of trawler hats, and a couple of beanie hats for the winter. <laughs> um, so. And a couple of, I've got some hoodies as well, so Aye. I do have some hoodies, all good quality materials at a really good price as well. Um, so hit the website at <laughs> chasingthephase.co.uk uh, and check it out. And um, it's just building year on year. And Definitely. As I said, it's a side hustle. I'm doing it on my own. It's going quite good, but considering like it's been, what is that? Three year and you've got year. four t shirts, but two kind, three kinds of hats, you've uh, got hoodies. Yeah, I've got the hoodies, and I've got so many different ideas as well. But uh, yeah, you, you try and keep uh, if you're just starting off in a clothing company, I don't want to throw lots of money at it. Aye. Um, I, I got some money back um, during COVID for a holiday that was cancelled. I think I got about 1500 quid. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have a laptop, 
So I got myself a laptop on HP, um, got a web builder, created the website myself, which was Brilliant. all over the place at the start. Uh, I had no yeah. idea what I was doing, but that gave me another interest uh, in kind of developing that. It looks pretty good now, I think, but I've done it all on my own. So, but yeah, if anybody Oops. wants to give me any tips or hints, <laughs> I make it look better. I'm open to that as well oh, by no stretch of the imagination to finish the article, but um, yeah. My little hmm. side hustle is pretty good. I thought about maybe letting it go this year um, through everything else that I've been through. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to keep it going. And um, there's a huge well-being element to it as well. It's not just about the music. It's all about the balance in life and yeah. getting that right. Definitely. And, uh, it sounds it? like it's still keeping you alive, but in the sense of like, obviously everything we've got, you've went through, we'll talk about it in a minute, but right. like, because you've got this to focus on, because you're sitting in the house now all the time, like it's something that you can think of new Absolutely. ideas and stuff and focusing different websites, creating it and stuff. And right. a website's a hard thing because I, I think I tried to make a website. So obviously I became a PT when you started doing Chasing the Face. So we've both done our businesses right. at the same time. Aye, so mad. I tried to do my website and I could not do my website at all. I was like, I don't know how to do this. Like it was so hard today you but had you go. done it right. well I didn't do it I paid somebody to do it oh did you <laughs> so I didn't pay it I couldn't do it myself so I couldn't but I like it sounds like it kind of fuels your fire and stuff when you're doing it well. aye absolutely That's you know yourself thing. if you've got a passion for something and you know that it fits you mm. personally um, you'll see it through and it becomes your wee baby just like you're, what you've done <laughs> you is absolutely amazing Holly you're an inspiration to me as well with everything you've done and, and built on your own and, and you know yourself you're constantly learning yeah. if you're not learning you're staying stagnant and if you Definitely. can pick things up with people or watching online stuff then yeah mm. just do it it's all there for you yeah, these days yeah. sounds amazing sounds amazing right so we'll obviously get into kind of your story uh -huh. um, what we've kind of came here to talk about as well as chasing the phase so uh -huh. when you're doing chasing the phase um you've kind of had a wee bump in the road obviously with the cancer and that so yeah. if you want to start off by telling like how like what was the series leading up to the cancer like how sure. did you diagnose obviously with your nose and stuff yeah yeah quite happy to do that yeah. um so yeah it came out of, well last year um, go back to April kind of last year March, April time and just before that actually I was getting some kind of odd kind of feelings in my nose um, start like an odd kind of sensation and I kept mm -hmm. kind of touching it and going it wasn't actually painful it was just kind of an odd kind of sensation mm -hmm. um, and that oh god last year's 2022 so maybe the end of 2021 mm -hmm. um, and Covid it was kind of up and down. Things were starting to open back up again. Um, early into 2022, last year, um, I went to the doctors in April. Right. Uh, I remember that quite specifically. Um, they checked me out. I told them that I'd been suffering a bit of a sore nose for a few months. Um, uh, my local GP gave me some nose drops at the time. Checked me out. I had to be look. Gave me some nose drops. Um, I took them for a few weeks and uh, I had to stop taking it I just it was making, making me feel worse with these nose drops it was quite swollen as well wasn't it it, was, it, it did it became uh, very swollen but it was nothing originally that kind of alarmed me yeah. at that stage um, you thought you'd broke your nose didn't we I, I hit my nose uh, I thought <laughs> looking back I, I thought I hit my nose yeah. during my sleep one night when I kind of well, that way you just kind of turn around in your bed sometimes mm -hmm. when you're trying to get comfortable uh, and I've got a wee kind of bedside set of drawers I don't know if I dreamt it or not. I mean, I don't know, but I, I thought I'd hit my nose off the side of the drawers and became when it became Aye. painful. And I don't know if that was just a kind of thought process at the time, just trying to put the jigsaw puzzle together Aye. type of thing. Whether that happened or not, I don't know. I still don't know to this Probably day. Probably did. <laughs> you I, so I thought I'd fractured Aye. my nose. Um, so it got sore and sore after going to the doctors. Then I had 
private medical care, my work, that I went through because I was getting a bit concerned about it as well. Starting to swell a little bit beside my eye. Mm -hmm. um, I'll take my glasses off just now. So, uh, quite, this is a skin graft that's on my face just now. So, um, it got quite swollen just about here. And when it went through my private medical care, um, it, they were quite alarmed. Actually, kind of yeah. straight away, they were quite concerned without telling me it was cancerous. They kind of looked up my nose. So, the people at the Nuffield Hospital, private hospital in Glasgow, um, they were great. They sent me for some CT scans and stuff pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, Shows you the difference between the NHS waiting list and the private healthcare because it's usually the same doctors, isn't it? Aye. Just because you're paying for it. When you look at the backlog with the NHS with everything Aye. and COVID, you're not, you've only went to be going to A&E or yeah. seeing your doctor. They were, they were all shut. So even though I was concerned leave. about things at the time, things were just starting to open up again. But... You know what guys are like as well without sounding sexist in any way about no, going, even just going to, the, going to the doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, so thankfully I did have private medical care. I went to them last, I think it was June, got hurried through that pretty quickly. Then, yeah, I had a, a consultation about two weeks after I originally going and they told me I had a really rare cancer mm -hmm. um, in my face, which if I get it right, it's called squamous cell carcinoma. Um I'm pretty sure that's right, which is a very <laughs> it's a rare, aye. Aye. it's a very rare um, skin cancer, and that was inside the top of my nasal cavity and kind of near my eye. So yeah, I had to get some pretty serious surgery. Aye. Um, what was it like going into the surgery? Because obviously I can kind of remember that when um, we were going in, but just for the listeners, like, what, so when we were going into the surgery, they were telling you, like, we had to take the full nose off, wasn't it? Like, full uh, nose, and is it the two eyes? Potentially one or, or, or two eyes. Yeah. So you can imagine those meetings, Holly, when you go oh. to meet a consultant and, and they sit you down and go, Derek, it's quite serious. Mm -hmm. I think it was stage three, I think, from memory cancer. It's been there for a wee while. Yeah. Um, which went in line with kind of how long I'd been suffering, maybe the kind of odd pains and then, then swelling. It's quite For fast. maybe six months yeah. before I even got it kind of diagnosed. So when you go to that meeting, they say, yeah, you're going to have to go in for surgery. We need to do X, Y, Z, as Holly said. Aye. Yeah, you're, we're going to have to cut and you amputate your nose. So my nose is amputated. Uh, they, they save the kind of, the, the gall wings, as they call it, but the, the nostrils are here. So I can't breathe. So the nostrils are here. Um, they had to cut into the top of my skull here as well to get like a membrane, mm -hmm. which is between your skull and your brain, right. to fill in here, behind here. Wow. Which I'll show you there, because there's a big bit, uh, they had to cut into my skull here. So they've actually took a bit out of your head there. Right here, I had like wow. 25 stitches in my skull. And the Queen Elizabeth, who I'll shout out to everybody to help me at the Queen Elizabeth Ward 62. They were absolutely amazing uh, and looked after me for about four or five weeks. Aye. I was in the hospital, so as you can imagine, it was pretty traumatic. Yeah. Um, when I woke up, I still had both eyes. I can remember amazing. my message when I came out of the ICU. And I was just looking at the positives. I looked at that as a real huge positive. I was prepared to be blind and yeah. get a dog and all that. All these yeah. mental things are going through your head. Not knowing what was actually going to be on the other side after you go through the kind of surgery and stuff. So Aye. Aye, it was tough going. 
Aye, because the, the prepare you for the worst as well, didn't they? Because they do. saying like doing that, that's a major surgery. Do you know what I mean? Major. But you've you've been remained positive the full time as well, haven't you? I've tried, Holly. <laughs> yeah, I've really tried. I like to think of myself as a pretty positive guy, but yeah, yeah I've had my really ups and downs kind of going through it, and um, yeah. and uh, it looks like I'm emotional here, but my tear ducts are kind of taken out as well. So one of the side effects for that is kind of watery eye kind of syndrome as well. But yeah, having this, this is like a skin graft on my leg. Actually, yeah. I've got a big scar here. So I had to cut a big skin graft from my knee to here to actually put the um, <coughs> that on my face to cover my face um, until I get it fixed, hopefully. So I, I've had um, some scans recently. I find out the results next Friday. Mm-hmm. And um, just the, the, the anxiety and anticipation for that has kind of been a lot, as you can yeah, imagine. So. Definitely. What was the healing process like then with like obviously your leg and your head <sighs> and your face I, as well? I was on crutches, so I couldn't walk obviously for a good few weeks. So you had the physio straight away in the hospital, right. helped me get out of bed and <coughs> put my shades back on. Um, so that process, they wanted to get you up and about kind of straight away, but I was on crutches uh, for a good two or three weeks, I stay in an old tenement still. So yeah, just in the get, road. Yeah, down the road. So getting help up and down the stairs. Um, I, just the obvious impact of just having that on your face initially, not being able to breathe through my nose, yeah. which I still can't. So trying to adapt to breathing and I had a Can you talk either? Did I tell you that before? No, you never told me that. I didn't <clears> know that. So I'd like a trachea. Tracheotomy thing, I think that's right. right. <clears throat> in my throat as well. So when I woke up at the hospital, I had like tubes all hanging at my brain and stuff and like all of my arms and <coughs> I was like, I seen it uh, seen at the matrix at one <laughs> point. But I couldn't talk. So I had that in my throat for about two weeks and when that came out, I had a big plaster on my throat here as well. And oh. I was like starting to talk again as well in the hospital. So, but hopefully Get my results back next week. If everything going well, they will be able to do some kind of reconstruction yeah. surgery. So I've got a couple of magnets in here as well. Okay. Which I've still got some swelling. So the, the two options are to get like a prosthetic or like a full rebuild they can do just now. Right. Um, what are you kind of swaying towards then? I'd like a rebuild, to rebuild? be fair, because I think the prosthetic, from what I know about it, you still need to kind of take it off and stuff. Right. Um, so if they can do a rebuild, uh, that'd be great, but... Well, I've been taking it one day at a time. I mean, all, all these little things down here. There's so many things. There's so many things that have been on my mind kind of constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just kind of hoping for the best now. What's it like kind of going for the scans then? So obviously you've got your scan was, results in two weeks. Uh, so that was horrible. What, what is it? Is yeah, that a CT had, scan? Had, is that sorry, what it is? Had to, yeah, I had um, three chemotherapies and um, daily radiotherapy. Monday to Friday at the Beatson. Right. Hospital I was calling a hotel and getting mixed a up hotel. on my words. I got, honestly, I was <laughs> doing some shame. blogs and stuff, and I kept referring to the beats in a hotel. And my missus like, "It's calling a hotel for." But as you can imagine, going through all that traumatic experience, Aye. your brain cells are not quite <laughs> twitching the way they were. Well, I know. Of course, I was in uh, in uh, the Queen Elizabeth for so yeah. long. It was like a hotel because I was in there for nearly six weeks. Aye, that is every day. Then I had to go to the beats and went, in between my surgeries, I got my surgery done. I think it was like a four week period. I went for lunch and stuff. I still had an element of taste then. Um, and I went to the Beatson Cancer Hospital in Glasgow again. They were great. Mm-hmm. But going through the chemotherapy and the daily radiotherapy Monday to Friday, I thought it was a breeze at the start because I'm not really kind of claustrophobic, but the radiotherapy. And you go in this big kind of science, right. sci-fi machine, looks like something like a Star Trek or something, <laughs> big bed. But they put this mask on you as well, 
which is kind of clipped to so the you're table. Lying, are you lying so back? you're lying physically right. on there and the, the machine kind of scans over the top of you. Now, I'm not claustrophobic, right? Mm -hmm. But see, after about two or three weeks, getting every day getting clipped into this mask, which was super tight, so your head didn't move. Because mm -hmm. when you're getting the radiotherapy on the, the cells that are still kind of cancerous, that has to be... Like on the cells? Like, uh, on right. the cells. It goes into your eyes and all that. You can go blind and right. all that sort of stuff. So... The mask is really there to keep your head as still as possible, yeah. but that became just like horrible. It's a lot every day, just going and getting picked up. Obviously, couldn't kind of drive and stuff then. And how long were you in that? We uh, between the twenty minutes and forty minutes. Right. Uh, sometimes the scans went on longer than a little bit. So you're just lying there physically, <coughs> strapped to this bed in this mask, going. Get me, out, get me out of here. You've you know just I mean? sitting there with your thoughts as well, aren't you? Aye, when you're absolutely. Doing that? Just try to add music and that in the background sometimes. But are you right? You're just your Aye. thought process when you're lying in this, and you're no well. And I was, I was really weak, and that was still after the chemotherapy. So I was going for chemo. What was the chemo like? So that was also the radiotherapy, and that was every day you got that. Uh, was that, that, once that a was week? Monday to Friday. I Monday got the radiotherapy for the seven weeks, for a seven week period, and within that seven weeks, I had three chemo sessions as well. Right. So the chemo sessions, there's a specific chemo for every type of, different types of cancer. Right. I cannot remember what type <laughs> I got, but head and neck cancer, you get a specific type. And it's uh, intravenous. Thank God I'm getting the bunch right. <laughs> so a little kind of cannula that's in your hand. So you check in overnight. The chemo gets put into you through a drip um, and all this kind of other stuff. And chemo is pretty much... A toxin or a poison, you right. can call it, which they've kind of referred to it as well, that tries to kill the cancer completely. Um, and chemotherapy, obviously, people might know, they don't know, there's loads of side effects. I mean, you get a booklet to read yeah. in your bed at night time, and you're looking through this thing, and you're going, bloody hell, like hair falling out, a lot of stuff, like loss of weight, loss mm -hmm. of appetite. That's all the kind of side effects you hear as well, Fiat, and like the hair falling out and that. But you, did you never really get half my hair fell out of the back? It did. I can't even tell. No, it's going back in now, and I've been getting back to my barbers as well. Thanks, shout out to Daryl for Safe and Safe Barbers in the town, best barber in the town. I've been going there for the past couple of weeks again, just to kind of sharpen myself up again. But I did lose some hair. Lost a lot of weight. Probably lost over a stone. As you know, I like to. Got like to keep fit, got the gym, got the same gym, just next door, extreme <laughs> gym. Um, so I did keep myself reasonably healthy, um, but yeah, lost a lot of weight, lots of nausea. I mean, yeah. the first chemo I thought was okay. I thought, this is actually not too bad, I can handle this. But going through the radiotherapy and the second chemo and the third chemo, the third chemo really took it out of me, Holly. It was just like lying in bed, shaking and all that. Is that how you could eat it? Really bad. Was it like... Totally lost my appetite. I was on like kind of wee protein, you get a wee kind of protein shakes um, to take. So I wasn't eating any solid foods. Couldn't even handle macaroni, the soft foods and all that, mashed potato. Totally lost my appetite completely. A shame as well. And so do you feel sick? You were lying in your bed. Could you bed. drink it? No, did you need uh, to? Or did you lots need to of water. Yeah. Lots of water. Really dry mouth as well. Really, really bad. And you're mm -hmm. waking up through the night, your mouth is that dry because I can't breathe through my nose. Yeah. And I'm just constantly breathing through my mouth. You can imagine you're just breathing through your mouth and every hour I was waking up to get a drink of water, the wee, the wee gels and stuff. Yeah. Um, but so I wasn't getting a proper sleep. I wasn't eating. I lost weight pretty quickly. I've not put much on, but I'm at a kind of reasonably aye. kind of healthy weight just now. Um, but aye, that was just... Really horrible.
mm-hmm. had a bit of depression and all that, but he kicks in after it as well. And See, because you were so positive that full time as well, it was going to crash down at some point, wasn't it? Like, totally. You were, and I think you're probably the most positive person that's came away, like told oh, it was the you. cancer and then obviously the full <sighs> surgery and that. You were still FaceTime my dad, like, what's happening behind uh, I know, there? I know, are you alright? Like, know. you were just so positive for about it. a good wee while. Aye, 100%. But that, like, and I thought came on my last treatments were just before Christmas. And um, I started feeling a wee bit better, yeah. actually, just to kind of mentally not going in for the radiotherapy every day was just like a weight off your shoulders, completely not going. And I took a wee dip after Christmas. Couldn't really eat a Christmas dinner either, do you know what I mean? It's just, oh, shit. Like <laughs> 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 well, my Christmas dinner, and in your head, you're starving. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you just you just can't eat. But I'm slowly, gradually kind of been feeling a wee bit better the past couple of months, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, hopefully my taste comes back because I still can't taste. I even drink my coffee or so. See, when you're eating stuff and that, you can't taste a thing. Spicy stuff. So uh, just you mega, love spicy stuff as well. well. It's mega spicy. Do you know what I mean? It's like your mouth is just like totally raw. But uh, I still get the effects of spicy food, like sweating and all that. But too even... much. I can't. Eat. I've tried it. Aye. Because your belly wants it and your head wants it. Aye. And the other occasion I've, I've ordered an Indian or whatever. I'll try it. A korma's fine. I can manage a korma, right. but anything like a normal, even Chinese or a Rogan Joss or South Ch- Chili Chicken, love that. Yeah, Everybody love loves that, that at the Indian. <laughs> Me, but an Ann bread. Tried it a couple of weeks ago just to see if it'd be any better. And mm-hmm. nah. Blows the, blows the heat off me. Blows <laughs> that, the heat off oh, me. that would scun on me. I love my food too much oh, for that. <laughs> honestly. So, but hopefully that might come. It might come Aye. back. From what I've read, it generally takes maybe six months for that to come back. But mm. sometimes it does, not And Aye. it's just something else. One of the things, isn't you, it? You need to deal with it. I need to take another wee drink, Colin. How is um so obviously after we drink, but how is like your eyesight and stuff? So obviously we've we really went into that. We've talked about your nose and that, and like how is your eyesight? Like obviously. Eyesight's- You've actually I can got see, a really good eyesight, haven't you? For considering it? that I thought I might have lost one mm. or, or both eyes, so when I came out, I went to the opticians, I got my eyes all tested again, and they weren't too bad. Mm. Now, this one's a bit slitty, slitty, uh, slitty that is, because <laughs> it's just the way they've done the skin graft, it's kind yeah. of pulled into the, the eye a little bit, and that's kind of pulled the skin forward, so I can still see out of it. Ah, you can still see. And I got my eyes tested at the opticians and stuff, and says, Derek, your eyes have deteriorated a wee bit with the radiotherapy, um, but they gave me stronger glasses, prescription sunglasses, which I've never had before, so I can actually see with my shades on as well, which are great. Um, So I've been able to watch the telly if the telly's pulled up. Watch the football. Watch the football. (laughs) But, Holly, I'm so happy because that that thought process of potentially going blind or having one eye, Mm -hmm. a patch on, looking quite cool. I actually bought patches and stuff. You did have a patch, didn't you? I've still got them at home. So one of my glasses blinked off a little bit at one point. But... Mm Do you know what? It doesn't really faze me from what I've got. You do get some strange looks sometimes out in public, mm-hmm. especially Wayne's. When oh, <laughs> they Tesco, you hear the Wayne's go, damn it, stop his face and all that, and shut up and whatever. Aye. But I've been out and about, and um, obviously it is a disfigurement and stuff. How do you feel going outside? Do you feel all right? It's weird. No, all right to a degree. Aye. Um, Sometimes you get a wee kind of funny look that makes you kind of feel a little bit weird because it does look odd. Um, and and when people don't know you, know your story, they, they they come up with their own wee stories in, in their head. But um, it certainly hasn't stopped me going out. Definitely not. And on the odd <laughs> occasion, you do get a wee kind of funny look. Then sometimes it comes up in conversation what I've right. kind of been through and stuff and. Everybody's very sympathetic and stuff, and it's kind of really nice. But it's nice, isn't it? Sometimes, but it's probably sometimes that you just want to go out and just people don't notice it and just aye. go out and just get on with things aye. as normal, don't you? Aye, but you do get some weird looks sometimes. 
Uh, more often than not, it's when you're out shopping. But I have been out, been out recently as well. Was it SWG3 last week? <laughs> My daughter's amazing. And I, I, I used to go out, not a lot, but compared to what we used to. But I had a, a, yeah, the wee disco and house session at SWG3 on Sunday. It lasted about four hours um, in the four afternoon, which is great. So it's nice to have a couple of beers, which I've just started to enjoy again. I've not been able to drink or, or anything. So it was nice to have a, a few beers and um, have a wee jig Aye. on Sunday, <laughs> which was good, um, just to get out in the fresh air, like the flat. So we are stuck in the flat every day. My partner was with me for six months every day and she had to go back to work. And all she of a sudden, the hospital every day as well, Linda, weren't she? Amazing. Big shout out to Linda. Thank you. Just a lot of superstar. And um, she was with me every day looking after me and she had to go back to work. Then all of a sudden you're on your own, mm-hmm. sitting at home. And I took a kind of bit of a dip mentally then. I just yeah. kind of been watching the TV all day and the sun's out now, but in the middle of winter, January, it's February, it's, it's freezing, it's horrible, it's costly dark, and you're sitting watching YouTube. Even my clothing brand, I couldn't be bothered to update my website, or I wasn't really into kind of ordering more stuff now, but I've got loads yeah. of ideas kind of going Good. forward and stuff, do you know what I mean, and kind of writing stuff down, but thankfully I've came through that kind of dark place mm-hmm. again and, and feeling a bit more like myself kind of recently so, so good isn't it Aye, I'm getting there slowly but it's surely the only way is up isn't it for all the cancer the stuff the only that. way is up so, <laughs> definitely um, <laughs> hopefully my scans come back kind of pretty positive next week mm-hmm. then uh, I can go in the front foot because I've been off my normal job now for about 8 months so I've been great as well so Shout out to everybody at Lambert Smithampton uh, and the landlords um, at my work. They, um, they've been tremendous and kind of really? reassured me that everything's kind of going to be okay. We're all right for time because I'm rabbiting on some I've got a few fun questions for, for you. That's what we're here for. Right, let me find them. Let me find them. So I, it's very inspirational, your story as well. So that's okay. why it's good to come on and talk about it as well. And it's like, even with your clothing brand and that, like people can see the real you and that. Like obviously, you see photos and that, you, so it's good uh, to see, and see the real you. So, thank you. Question. Go. If you have ever given the chance to change anything from the past, would uh-huh. you change anything? <sighs> wow. For anything that's ever happened in the past, would you change it at all or uh, would you keep it the same? Do you know what? I've done a lot of reflection recently mm-hmm. um, about my own personal life. There's maybe other things out with my, my own personal life mm-hmm. that I could have maybe changed that I'm not going to go into. <laughs> but uh, me as a dad, I mean, Derek Baird, I've got a beautiful daughter that's now 26 years old. I've got a brilliant partner. We've been together for 27 years and uh, a lot of reflection over the past kind of eight months and how happy I am. Yeah. Um, I didn't go on a lot of holidays when I was younger. I managed to take Lauren on holiday yeah. in New York and Ibiza and take a tea in the park. And she's turned out amazing. And <coughs> so a lot of those things. And you do get that once you get cancer. You do a lot of kind of reflection. So personally, no. No. But um, uh, maybe things from my, my past that are out with my control. <laughs> younger. <laughs> younger and uh, things like that. Possibly, yes. But I, I'm really happy to be who I am and yeah. what I've got personally. Good. Um, so I wouldn't change a lot to answer your question. <laughs> That's <Thank> good. You. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, how does it feel not exercising now? Because obviously we touched on that a wee bit earlier. Like, uh-huh. I know you love the gym. I used to see you in extreme gym uh, like, all the time, like uh-huh. training and stuff. Like, How does it feel not being able to exercise? Because I would go mental. <sighs> Honestly, when, uh, as I said earlier on, when I had my surgery, mm-hmm. I was still doing like calf raises and that in the hospital. And I was just like, who but is this guy? Up and Seriously, I was in a shared <laughs> ward. Honestly, when, when you're in a shared ward, you think you're going through a lot. But mm-hmm. I was in a shared ward. And once I had my surgery and I kind of came to a little bit after two or three weeks, 
And then the physios were giving me the crutch and they took me up and down the stairs and I was getting up every morning doing, my, doing my stretches. <laughs> I mean, doing my normal stuff because I've always been quite flexible. I used to have been at my martial arts Aye. and all that as well. And done a little bit of yoga here and there. But I was doing like calf raises in the morning when I was just seven o'clock in the morning. So I tried to keep myself fit then. But then once the kimono that kicks in yeah. after that and um, your radiotherapy, it just totally depletes all your energy. I mean, you're no eating as well. Well, you can imagine Aye. like no eating and I Aye. lost all that kind of weight. And um, so I like my beers, as you knew. I had a wee beer belly, even though I looked quite strong, kind of fit. I had a bit of beer solid. belly. I mean, your old man like a swally. Um, so even though I looked kind of quite fit, I was a little bit, maybe a little bit overweight. Yeah. And once all that kind of went away, now it's only been the past maybe four to eight weeks that I've got my energy levels back a wee bit. Like I said to you, I tried to do like 10 press-ups press mm-hmm. three or four weeks ago and I got a pinched nerve in the back of my collarbone. <laughs> that is typical, And that took me three weeks to get Aye. better, just doing like stretches in my door and all that. So I'd done 10 press-ups this morning, 20 sit-ups. Oh, did you? I, How did that feel? Was it hard? Uh, I managed it. Managed it? But something's better than nothing. Holiday. Definitely. Holiday. Holiday, as you holiday. know. <laughs> um, holiday. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try every day now just to Good. progressively do a little bit more and um, and just get my strength kind of back up. And so hopefully I'll be back at the gym before you know it. Nice. Yeah, you see, you're waving at you. But hopefully the kinetics, I looked into you and know, all that as well, the body weight exercises and... Uh, I'll probably the, the infancy that it's a good idea in my brain when I want to see it, I'll go, I'll try that Aye. but I'll stick to a few press-ups few set-ups my god I've seen somebody I look the basic stuff looks quite easy but my god I don't be doing star jump press-ups anytime oh, no, soon definitely no <laughs> <laughs> brilliant so um, what would you like what advice would you give MD that's maybe going through the kind of same journey as you <sighs> Like, try, just try and stay positive I know Aye. that's hard to say if you've got that natural positivity inside you then great but talk to your family getting the support everybody's different I mean I've got off to go to kind of specialist therapies and all that sort of stuff which I'm kind of not really into yeah because um, I'm quite an open guy as well I've learned to kind of talk about my feelings with my close family and friends I speak yeah. to your dad a lot when he comes up to see me I express exactly how I'm feeling to my family so I think that's a big thing mm-hmm. actually telling your loved ones uh, how, you how you're actually feeling yeah. don't swear about it like I'm going to the doctor and you keep everything to yourself I think if you keep a lot of emotions and a lot of your personal feelings to yourself it does bottle up uh, some people might want to go and share that with a stranger at therapy um, and by all means if that's your thing go and do it um, as you know I've done some vlogs as yeah. well I've got a YouTube channel Hit Chasing the Phase on YouTube as well <laughs> which helped me I think uh, intermittently Aye. when I was feeling better I was talking to the camera I was getting things off my chest, just like we were having a chat just now. It's kind of like your coping mechanism, isn't it? It like, was. That's how you dealt with it, mechanism. And the response I got, and it wasn't even about, I didn't even think I'd get a response, but for all over the world, I think yeah. one of my videos got maybe 20-odd thousand hits over a couple of weeks, and people from America, Africa, Australia, going, Derek, your story's really inspirational. My mum's had the same. My dad's got cancer. Keep up the positive energy. Yeah. Um, but I think to answer your question, yeah, share how you're feeling, uh, talk to your family, uh, don't bottle things up inside you, uh, if you feel that you need to go and speak to somebody professionally and get the therapy, then get it, because it's all there for Aye. you, whether it's through Macmillan Cancer Support, if you're not sure where to go, I mean, when you go and get cancer, the beats and stuff, they, get, they give you the, the Macmillan Cancers, and there's lots of lots things of out there, there's lots of help, and there's lots of support, 
go and get it. That's my recommendation. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, this has been a brilliant podcast. Thank is there you. anything you want to add? Anything you want to say? The end of it? No, really, I want to say thanks for inviting me on. Uh, likewise, you've been an inspiration. I've been following your wee journey as well. So mm. well done in everything that you've done. Um, and if you've got a passion and something you want to kind of follow through, whether you're going through ill health or depression, get yourself through it, guys. And mm -hmm. um, get help and support from your family and your friends. It's out there. Talk about it and keep chasing the phase in life to be really cheesy. <laughs> I was waiting on you saying that one for you. It's all about the balance in <laughs> life too. So it's all, it's uh, even though it's kind of music Your story's inspired. inspirational, but that's why I asked you to come on. Like, obviously I know you as a family friend, but it is uh -huh. such an inspirational story how positive you've been, what you've been through, and you're still you. doing your clothing brand and you're still doing Thank everything Thank you. I'm hustling the best I can. Definitely. So, uh, all my social media, give it a hit. If you like uh, the t-shirts, and there's a wee sale on just now as well. So, <laughs> What's the website again called? Oh, see, before we go, it's chasing UK. I'm on Instagram, YouTube. What's your Instagram name? My Instagram's chasing the phase. Everything's chasing the phase. But when you go into my website as well, the uh, social media links are at the top. If you just click on those, it uh, opens all the my social media up as well. So you can see my YouTube channel. It's got some DJ mixes on there if you're into that sort of stuff. Got some hardcore stuff, some housey stuff. <laughs> but it's got my cancer vlogs there as well that I've shared my story with. It's also got my clothing brand on there as well. Brilliant. So hit chasingthephase.co.uk and hit the social media links that's on that website. Good. And uh, yeah, have a little bit of fun. It's all quite basic at the start. I'm doing it all on my own um, and I've got plenty more ideas going forward. Oh, on that note, I've had a wee bag here for Holly that I've got. And I'll move this mic out the road. as a wee gift for you, Holly Boyd. Thank you. Um, keep chasing the phase <laughs> oh, of life. Oh, um, like so this. You should have given me this at the start. I know start. you like your cream fields and all that sort of stuff. All right, so there's a wee... Uh, there's a, uh, How'd bucket, it's called a Buckets of Fun hat. <laughs> So uh, anyway, the wee bucket hat for your uh, Creamfields you. or whatever. So keep chasing I'll the phase. I'll take that. I'll take this to Ibiza for aye. me. I'm going to Creamfields and Ibiza this Good year. Good luck with everything else. And uh, <laughs> aye, thank you for inviting me no, on no today. Problem. It's been a pleasure. No, it's been a, it's been brilliant. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I've got my new wee hat now. We've got a brilliant guest on. Um, so you. just make sure you go follow and make sure you go check out his website. So it's actually in the phase on website, socials, everything. Um, yep. His YouTube channel is amazing. So go have a wee watch of that. Thank and then you. of course you can find me at Refilm Your Life Podcast. And I'll see you again guys thank, thank you thank you so much I know I've rabbited on but thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> cheers <laughs>